Hi there, this is Alvin, and welcome to the Kickstart Commerce Podcast, where we share search marketing and domain investing strategies to help grow your business. In today's episode, our guest is Blessing Bofu, the proprietor and chief editor of Church Mag, the number one resource for church technology, creativity, and new thinking. Today, Blessing and I discuss the trick that led to his early passions for writing and tech, also learn what led a founding technologist and visionary to launch ChurchMag using the .ag extension. That's the country code for Antigua and Barbuda. Blessing also shares his journey from a subscriber to becoming chief editor of ChurchMag. We also discuss a highly viewed article Blessing wrote about surviving a pandemic exactly one year before COVID. And last but not least, Blessing confides in me with a few domain confessions. One actually inspired by Trevor Noah himself. And so with that, Blessing, welcome, and thank you for making time to join us today. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. No worries at all. It is interesting, brother, how I came across you. You have a what we call in the domain industry as a domain hack in church mag. So uh, if you're listening, it is spelled out just like you hear it, church. But when you get to mag, it is m.ag. So I guess kick, to kick things off, let's share with the listeners a bit about, you know, who you are at a high level, uh, your personal, your professional background. I'm the editor-in-chief, very fancy name, uh, the <laughs> title. Um, it sounds, it does sound a little fancy, but, you know, it's just, you just kind of do a bit of everything. So I'm the editor-in-chief at uh, Church Mag, which is a, it's a blog that originally started we, we were talking to churches about how they could take advantage of technology. So church tech, church media. I mean, we've also got a podcast, but that's, yeah. So, let, so let's even go back. Like, I guess, have you yeah. always been involved online with the internet and kind of walk us through kind of how you mm-hmm. got introduced to the internet? And then I guess, how, how did you even stumble upon Church Mag? Yeah. Man, I remember now, now this goes way back. Um, <laughs> how did I stumble across the internet? So I remember the first time we got a computer at home, it was, you know, we didn't have a graphic user interface. So we used MS-DOS. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with that. Some people <laughs> might not know what that is. Um, and you, <laughs> you basically, you, you know, use your com- command line prompts to do anything on the internet and we're still using word processors i think it was word perfect or something yeah and, um, old blinking processor oh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean um, cursor rather <laughs> yep 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 and you sort of this monochrome dull boring <laughs> screen and and then the came windows 3 and was it windows 3.1 whatever it was right and then 95 and I remember, you know, dial-up internet. I don't even know if if lots of people know what that is. And <laughs> you, you plug in your modem to the computer and plug this thing into your landline. Then, and you're listening to the sound and you're like, I hope, I hope it connects. I hope it connects, you know. Well, um, and then you hope no one calls you while you connect it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Or that somebody in the house doesn't want to use the phone, right? Right. Because that was the other thing. It's like you can't make a phone call while you're in the internet. And, you know, I think that I'd probably be. So I've always had a fascination, like, which is. I mean, from when we got our first computer, 
And when we got our first computer, that's when I actually decided, actually, I'm going to go study IT. So that's where I started. Yeah. And then so studied IT and then the dot-com stuff was kicking off and I was just like, whoa, this internet thing looks like it's cool. So I, you know, did some what we called, what did we call it back then? Like a web designer or something. And we're building websites using HTML. and <laughs> Hand coding it. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, everything was just line by line by line and and you just had to. And I think 2008, I mean, I've always, I'd always been interested in just building stuff and built some sites. Um, I think I only had one website that went live, you know, as a student. But then in 2008, I came across, um, I discovered WordPress and I was like, yep, this is it, you know. (laughs) Sold. Oh yeah, I was sold. And I've been using it since. I think it was 2008. Long story short, I discovered that one of the reasons I loved like building websites and all those things is because I just wanted to build a means to publishing. And I had this, I don't know if whether I could see where this internet thing had potential to go, but I'd always just been fascinated about the possibilities that it, that it presented. I mean, I've done all sorts of different things from blogging for myself, which I've done for, I don't know, maybe over a decade now, consistently somewhat. And and other ventures, um, hmm. you know, including Church Mag and a few other things I've done in terms of uh, work I've done for other people, for friends, and work at work. So, so then, have you yeah. now? Have you always been a writer at heart? Yeah, yeah. I'd always, really? I'd always, yeah, I'd always love writing. I mean, I discovered words. My dad tricked us, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, you got to unpack that one. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're a writer at heart. My dad tricked us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's a bit of a tangent. So, so what? This so is a what good had story happened, right here. So what, what had happened? What had happened was, <laughs> you got to do that, right? So my dad wanted to instill in us just a value and the importance of reading. Right. And so what, so, um, you know, before I, I mean, like preschool already, you know, had me join the library and, you know, do the whole thing. And, and then I had to decide, no, oh, do I want a book? Do I not based on, you know, does it have pictures? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Yeah. So, and then as we grew up, this is what he'd do. Maybe every, I mean, he made sure we had a library membership, but then he would actually take us to the bookstore and buy some books that he read when he was younger. So for instance, Sir Arthur Conan, what's, what's his name? Conan Doyle, Sherlock Holmes, for example. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he would say something like, so we'd come home from the bookshop and you got a stack of books. And then he'd say, oh, have you read this one? You know what happened was this guy did da-da-da-da, you know, says what happens and then stops. And then you're like, and what happened? And then he wouldn't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> but it piqued so, interest. Exactly. So ah. it piqued my interest. And and then from there, I just kind of fell in love with words, with books. And somehow that sort of scratched or developed something in me because, right. or can help, help me discover that I actually loved. I don't know whether that happened because of the books themselves or mm. the books just unlocked something that was in me. Yeah. But then I discovered through books, now, well, in hindsight, I can think of it that way, was a lot of my life happened 
a lot happens internally. So I, I think a lot. And so slowly I discovered, hey, writing is a way to help me not only just process my own thinking, but, you know, engage other people. So, right. yeah. So my first book attempt was when I was 13 on that oh. word perfect computer. Uh, I mean, that MS-DOS 486, <laughs> whatever it was, 386 or 486 computer, you know. So have I always been a writer? I, In short, I'd say, yeah. I've always just written stuff. I mean, I've got stacks and stacks of journals and I've always been interested in other people's ideas as well. So for me, the internet then became this amazing place because we could, besides building my own website and publishing stuff and writing things I thought and just putting them out there and having conversations with other people in like chat. I don't know if you ever did I, I mean, I don't know how old you are, <laughs> but, Try me. but, but uh, you know, but there were this, the, the, the chat rooms, you know, the MSN yeah. uh, chat, MSN, chat AOL, Yahoo. Uh, AOL, Yahoo, you know, when, yeah. when they were a thing, you yeah. know, and you're like, oh, that's so cool. I was talking to a guy in the US or in Australia or somewhere. So I've always been fascinated by the ability to connect with the world and not just where I am as an individual. I mean, I'll blame my parents again. I, somehow <laughs> they, <laughs> they helped us realize that the world was big. You know, right. the world was a massive place that, but the idea that I could connect with people on the other side of the world and they could hear my thoughts and I could have their thoughts and we could discover each other's worlds and have this time and geographic divide just being obliterated yeah. um, at the end of that <laughs> right right um you know so 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 yeah and so in, in, a, in an instant it's like just mm. life-changing then yeah it's like yeah i mean your worldview is almost i mean i don't say almost instantly but in, in a way your worldview can't be the same right um well, at least back then. I mean, now I feel like uh, it's easier to find your tribe and then get lost in your own echo chamber. Uh, chamber. Mm. But back then, you never know what you'd find. Right. <laughs> I mean, obviously yeah. still now, but... But certainly but, back but, then. Yeah, but back then there was just this innocence, I guess, you know, right. like, you know, we're just trying to figure this thing out and wonder what it could be and try to imagine it. And in some ways, I wish I had better imagination back then, because I mean, yeah. who knows what I could have, what I could have built, <laughs> right? Um, you know, I mean, maybe. Well, that was the thing, though. Like yeah. when you say, you know, to have had a, a a bigger or a better imagination back then, you know, it, it makes me think about just coming along through the through the early '90s, mid '90s, late '90s, just the '90s, and, and so you look at the 1990s. I can remember kind of the same, I mean, you telling your story is almost me staring in the mirror in terms of, you know, my parents, I believe I was a freshman in high school, got a computer and then we got the internet. And then my dad, he figured out, oh, y'all are going to be on the internet all the time and I can't get calls. Well, we got to get a second phone line. We get a second phone line dedicated to the computer. But, you know, little did I realize back then and now looking backwards, you know, you just start to realize like, all the different advancements that happen early mm. on. You know, it's like when we think about the internet and how big it is today and like literally how big it will become tomorrow, like we've come a ways. 
Oh yeah. Um, From those nineties and all, just all the different technologies that have come about. And so, yeah, you know, you think about, man, if I knew then what I know now, how much would life, you know, have been uh, any different now, you know, an interesting question for you. So how did you get your name? Uh, My mom, my dad. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's the simple answer. My mom and my dad. Uh, Well, what had happened was. (laughs) Well, why why blessing out of out of all names? Uh, Well, my mom and dad were basically just like, oh, we got a baby. Oh. It's a blessing. Okay, blessing. Um, <laughs> uh, um, that's how I imagined it. I, th- I think they just, they were basically just like, well, this is our blessing and, well, it's a blessing to us. And so then we're just going to call him blessing. And, and so what's it um, been like growing up with such a unique, rare treasure? Yeah. Like, have you had awkward moments or like? All the time. I mean, <laughs> It's <laughs> all the time. I mean, so how do I say this? So in a um, restaurant, blessing or for blessing. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. take one, two, three. <laughs> so what I've done, um, Starbucks is the worst. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you get, I don't know if that happens to you, but. Uh, oh, uh, Alvin, uh, come on. Yeah. Real- Alvin. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. oh, no. Alvin oh, and no. the chipmunks. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, Theodore and. Hey, yeah. we're in the same storm, different boat. <laughs> oh man! So, so, um, yeah, man. I had I've, I, all the time. I get it, you know. So, I mean, we grow up going to church and everything, and church is church was like the worst place. I mean, I get a ton of coverage every weekend, <laughs> uh, but uh, church people are the worst. Because um, can I say that? I'll just say that. Because <laughs> um, then somebody would you'd meet someone right, and he'd say, John, you know. Put your hand out. Hey, John. And then I say blessing. And then they're like, oh, thank you. Blessing to you, too. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, but I'm like, no, we're doing My the name, name thing. <laughs> exactly. So so then that happens often. The other thing that also have would happen often was when I would. Ha- <laughs> how do I say this? So I, I'd introduce myself and someone say blessing. And I'm like you know, what's your name? And I say, blessing. And then it's like, is that your name? And I'm like, you just asked me my name. So I'm telling you my name. And then they're like, but is it, is it really though? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, is, is that, is that, is that like your real name? And I'd say, yes, it is. And then, okay. Um, so is that translated from another language or maybe you're trying And I'm like, no, that is my name. <laughs> Show me your license. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. So, so, like, yeah. so you've come become accustomed to this then. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think, you know, probably the most interesting thing for me that mm-hmm. you know, I thought was unique, yet it was refreshing, mm-hmm. was yeah. discovering church mag. Um, yeah. And then, you know, as I kind of I was on the side and moseyed over to the about and then boom, blessing. And I was yeah. like. Now that is interesting. Person named Blessing. Here it is, editor in chief over Church Mag. And so I'm like, man, there has to be a story here. Yeah. But the story doesn't necessarily start with you in terms mm-hmm. of Church Mag. Church Mag started somewhere, I guess, with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I guess even years, what, almost uh, I guess over a decade ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Or even before. That. Over. Yeah. So 2000, 
Oh man, what was that? 2008, 2009, Church Mag started. So then who started Church so Mag? Guy, and kind of walk us through that story all the way up to the point you joined. Yeah. So a guy called John, John, John Saddington, quite a cool guy. He's built all sorts of interesting sites and tools and he's uh, always doing something. He's when I see an IT? He's a he's a developer. I mean he's okay. Yeah, you know, he's both so he's a like, builder, visionary. Oh, yeah. Well uh-huh, ahead of the uh-huh. curve then. Yeah, yeah. He's always like doing stuff that you just like, wow, I didn't think about that. And, you know, <laughs> um, he's built all sorts of interesting things. So he started, I mean, he did Church Mag. I mean, later he would then do, there's an app called Pressgram. I don't know if you, you know, there's Instagram. Yeah, a while ago. I mean, it's not, it doesn't exist anymore. But then he was like, well... I don't like the idea of Facebook owning my photos. So I'm going to make my own app, which publishes my photos with a filter that publishes directly to my WordPress website, you know? And he just built it one afternoon after lunch. Well, I don't know. (laughs) Well, the way he is, like his intensity, like, I mean, I'd probably think it was like maybe when he was half asleep because he's intense. (laughs) Wow. So once he, so once he gets it in his mind, man, he's, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I could just be as productive and creative as he is. <laughs> anyway, so John started Church Mag. Then then I think, what was it? Church Crunch? And then became Church Mag after. So Eric took over from John and Eric had a good run. So John is really much more like a starter, but probably once it gets to a point of just being manageable, monotonous, he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. out. I'm, I'm on to the it. next thing. Yep, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Let me go build another app that becomes like a best app from on on in the app store or something. <laughs> gotcha. So then he's like, wash, rinse, repeat. Next thing, uh, oh, yeah. wash, rinse, repeat. Next thing. And yeah, so yeah. then Eric comes yeah. on. And so I guess he's Mr. Stability in, in a sense. Yeah, so yeah. he takes the reins and then starts growing mm-hmm. it and, mm-hmm. and nurturing it. Yeah. I mean, Eric, Eric is a, Eric die. Uh, so as in D Y E as in, Oh, I thought you said he died. I was like, wait, that that was a twist of events. (laughs) I was like, yeah, we just got the guy on the scene and (laughs) no, no. Oh my gosh. No. So Eric die. Got it. So Eric die as in D Y E. He's basically like, I'm, I'm not only a stability guy, but I'm also like the guy who establishes stuff. Um, I don't know mm. if you really thought about it that way, but that's what he did uh, with Church Mag. He built a team, a core team, and kind of built other machinery around different number of uh, contributors and voices and and partnerships that he and he did that for close to roughly close to ten years. That's a big run when you're talking about it is. when you're talking about the church. Number yeah. one, but then mm-hmm. in in terms of where things were then, I mean, yeah. I guess in terms of church mag, were you were did you all start out from a I guess what was the perspective? Was it more of a church tech? It was church tech. So so the idea was that there are many church. I mean, the church does a lot in terms of just serving people, helping them in their spiritual formation, but at the same time, meeting needs in their community. So we had this fascination of the stuff, the tools that are being built, I mean, that are available, like how do we serve people in our churches and how do we serve, how do churches serve their communities using tech and, and all this digital media that was developing? 
I, I remember doing, looking at a series talking about responsive websites when that became, when that was becoming a thing, you know? <laughs> and so a lot of content, a lot of work went into, okay, let's help people or churches and, and nonprofits. Let's talk to them about how they go about creating useful websites that are also leveraging the most recent tech, you know? So that's one of the things that we spoke into. Social media was also kind of becoming a thing. Facebook and then later Twitter and then Google Plus. I mean, Google Plus for us was amazing. And why so? Like, why? How was it different from like a Facebook? Because I would have thought you would have mm-hmm. said, "Oh man, Facebook was like the, the best thing that happened to us." Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever cracked Facebook. We, we even today we haven't gotten Facebook right. I don't think we've gotten it right yet. But Google Plus, remember you had, when it started out, you had these circles right. and, you, you know, you'd join a circle or add people to a circle. And, and so the people that were joining there were people who were obviously kind of like at the cutting edge, you know, because they're always looking at the, what's the next thing or where's their potential? You know, some of the, the kind of person who would be on Google Plus and not know why, but just because they just <laughs> wanted to explore possibility. You know, right. so people were looking for solutions, man. They were, there wasn't enough information that really focused in on churches and nonprofits. And so people were just looking for stuff. And that's how I came across Church Mag later oh. on in about um, 2009, 2010, thereabouts, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what too and, long um, then after they started? Yeah, not too long. But I would just read, you know, I was, I was just, a, I was just consuming content, you know, I was involved in my own faith community and I was just like, you know, we're trying to solve problems. Um, you know, we were involved, so it was a new community, it was a new church and what do we do about sound? Oh, and I could find that those, you know, Church Mag was the resource to go to. Oh, what do we do about websites? What about hosting? What about, what are my options? So there was a lot going on. Ah, how do I make use of this Facebook thing? You know, how do I think about what we're doing? And so it was a resource for me. And, and I read it for a couple of years. Then Eric basically just said, hey, if you're interested in contributing, da 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 And I'd, I'd been reading Church Mag for a while and, and I was part of the community and I was thinking, you know what? Nah, the content <laughs> that's on there is such great quality. I don't think I've got anything significant to say. Now, were you commenting on any of the comment? I mean, on the, oh, yeah. uh, the uh, content at the time? Yeah, sometimes I would comment. Sometimes I just read and... You know, when, you know, back then when you used to comment on blogs, <laughs> there was a time, believe it or not. <laughs> um, but I did, you know, I'd comment, I would, sometimes I'd just read the content and, and that was it. And I was also subscribed to the newsletter, following on Twitter. Twitter is basically where we really enjoyed. And, and I, up to today, I think that Twitter, I find Twitter not not just personally, but even for Church Mag. How do I put it? Maybe a little more engaging, interestingly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I know is there was a time, it would be interesting to look what, what it looks like now, but we discovered that we got more value from people following links to our, from, uh, to our blog from Twitter tend to stay longer. So, so, so I was just part of the community and... And then gave it a few years later, I got quite a lot of experience in another 
instance after being involved with uh, with the non non profit and then and then moving cities and helping another church with other stuff and I learned a lot more and I thought okay maybe <laughs> <laughs> he said maybe I got something to bring to this thing now maybe maybe and I was like you know what <laughs> I've been blogging forever but I've never written what I'm writing about definitely fits the church mag side so wow. well what what I what I, the ideas I had I didn't want to put them on my personal blog because I felt like I'd gone a particular way with my personal blog that I and I just thought you know what I don't want to create noise I want mm. to be predictable in terms of um when somebody comes to my blog they're really expecting because those the people who've been following for a while yeah. They're expecting that I'm going to either talk about something about just about gen- in general, like a reflection or lessons on life or right. leadership. So, so then I just reached out to Eric and I said, yo, it's <laughs> like, remember that question that you had for me? <laughs> yeah. So, and then Eric said, well, give me three. I- do you have three ideas for blog posts? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. And I, cause I'd been like, like you're saying, cause I write and I said, so I almost immediately just gave him like synopsis for, you know, just the headlines and a bit of synopsis this post is going to be about. So three ideas hit him up and he's like, the next thing I open my email and it's like, hey, you've been edited as an author on this <laughs> blog. Like, So yeah, so I wrote, submitted, I wrote and I kept writing a little more because I got a bit of confidence to speak into that space and I felt very validated uh, by Eric and people who actually read and if wow the people finding my content useful um long wow. story short Eric says to me hey dude would you consider being a staff writer and I'm like whoa you know because that staff writer basically meant core team and I say to him so what does that look like what does it mean and so I had to submit a minimum of a post one post a week as part of the core team and I gave that a go that, um, now that's interesting. Now the and why it's interesting to me is knowing the backstory now in terms mm-hmm. of of your father tricking you yeah. into reading. You start yeah. reading, but then you have a fascination for words and a love for writing. Yeah. But uh-huh. then you reach this point to where you know you, you get introduced to a computer, internet, and so mm-hmm. you you kind of got this tech thing going, but you got yeah. these words going yeah. now. At any point, did you ever just realize and say, oh, I'm likely going to become an editor or a writer for life or a, or a teacher? Like, did you have something else in mind in terms of a vocation or occupation? I'd always felt, I mean, I've always been, not always, but I think from the first time I, my hands went on a keyboard, I was like, tech is where I think I, what I don't fully understand uh, what I'm going to do, but it, it's definitely going to be tech related. There's something about this computer thing. So, and so you marry <laughs> you you essentially married the two because when when you think yeah. about writers, you you think about typically you know like paper, pen, or pencil, yeah. uh-huh. and yeah. you know you're writing this thing out versus mm-hmm. you. It's like yeah, you got the keyboard, you got the computer, but now it's connected to the internet, and so it's like all right. My 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 fingers then become the pen, the paper, and then that keyboard is like that's my canvas. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you start adding, hey, I purchased a domain, I purchased web hosting, and now I got a mm-hmm. blog. And the whole world is, yeah. you know, and as as Aladdin would say, it's a whole new world. 
Yeah. A um, whole new world. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So at that moment, though, I guess, had it really crossed your mind to go, this church mag thing, this is what I'm going to likely dedicate a good portion of my life to. Like, when did that ever come into mind or going, eh, you know what? I think this is this is this is my lane. Gee, so long story short, because <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know what it is about you that so so long story short, um yeah. <laughs> You know, every now and then, uh, you know, in a, in the back channel uh, on Slack, Eric would say, hey, guys, what do you think about, you know, I was just thinking and wondering about this, you know, what would you do if, you know, those kind of scenarios because you're picking people's brains and, yeah. and that. <laughs> and, and, you know, as best as I could, as, as uh, interesting, because interesting is an interesting word. It can mean <laughs> anything, right? <laughs> as interesting as some of my ideas were or might have been, maybe not even not. <laughs> no, I'd always try and think of something. So, right. yeah. So Eric, you know, once then, then this time he basically just writes this. Um, so what would you do if, you know, Church Mag was your baby, mm. you know? I was like, yeah, you know, I would, that, uh, you know, so I'm throwing out ideas and all right. those things. And then Eric says, no, 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 no. What would you do if Church Mag was? And I'm like, whoa. Okay. And it just got it real. It just got real. <laughs> <laughs> it just got real. He's like, oh, yeah, about the ideas that you're throwing out. Yeah. It's time to yeah. go implement and execute. Yeah. Was he looking to do something else or, you know, because because by this time, I guess he's uh -huh. what well into this. I mean, he's closing yeah. in on 10 years by now, mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I think he probably needed a break and needed to right. do something else, you know, because he had because grown it's that thing. Oh, right? yeah. I yeah. mean, because yeah. so he took it from from what do you think? How many users or visitors were you all reaching? Oh, my word. I don't know. Because I'd probably say it's probably hundreds of thousands if I had yeah, to guess. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, Eric, Eric did like phenomenally, and and I mean, obviously there were there were people. Uh, there was a core team. Um, you'll see some of the names. You know, Jeremy Smith, Phil Schneider, Chris Wilson. Like there was there, there were a whole bunch of other people right. involved, but Eric really was like really captained the thing he dreamt he executed and then um i'm now going to speculate in some and maybe <laughs> even speak speak a little out of turn but maybe he just also needed a new challenge i mean he's still there he's still in the community we're still friends and yeah and and, yeah. and i think i think that's how it just like john you know okay. john is a uh it probably would have been detrimental to john mm -hmm to try mm -hmm. to have stayed that stretch of let's say 12 years but he he stayed that initial 1 to 2 years yeah. uh any you know it's it's kind of like a uh track meet in terms of mm -hmm. just or a, a a meter relay race you know mm -hmm. a relay race of just hey the he, John had the first leg Eric mm -hmm. had this second and possibly third leg and yeah. it was time. It was just time for a, a mm -hmm. change. Not that anybody did anything wrong or any yeah, yeah. of that stuff. It's just no, a matter no, no. of 
hey, this is just an ebb and flow of life. Mm -hmm. And likely is the case. I mean, it, mm -hmm. when I think about it from a leadership standpoint, as a leader, you're you're likely grooming your people. And in this case, yeah. when he was playing the question game with you, little did you realize yeah, he's grooming you. Like, it's almost is, like this is actually real. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it, and it it takes me back to your dad. It's the yeah, trick. Yeah. It's uh, the trick oh, again. Yeah. It's the it's I, the trick. I, man, I don't know what it is about people in that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the trick. Well, what yeah. would you do if? And then you're yeah. like, oh yeah, 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 I do this, I do that, I do this. Yeah. And then at the same time, he's just asking you that probably periodically until the point yeah. that he felt like okay. It's actually this is the person who can take us yeah. to this next level, who's going yeah. to be able to go into this next season. And you yeah. were it now yeah. from the opposite side, from your side, mm -hmm. like what went through your mind at the given moment when you went like and this just got real? Like, what were your thoughts? The, the first thought was what you, what you've been eating like. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, man, I was, I was just like, this guy is is it serious? Like, are you crazy? And I'm like whoa, he's serious. Um, <laughs> the first thing I felt was, I honestly was just like a bit of fear, actually. Mm. Because what was the, that? The legacy, the legacy. I mean, I travel fairly regularly different countries. Well, 2020 is a whole different story. And 2021 <laughs> doesn't look like we're going to be going anyway. But, <laughs> but um Grab Snickers. Um, <laughs> it's going to yeah. be a long one. Oh, yeah. You know, so I just, you know, be, and, and a lot of places I've been in some of the most random places. I'd meet somebody who says, hey, what church, Mac? You know, I've been following you guys or you helped me during that period. And I found this solution. And I got this resource. And so for me, it was more than just the name recognition. It was more to do the, the, as in if I can use this term, the brand, Church Mag, the brand, it wasn't, it was more than that. It was the fact that people were helped and they found something useful. Right. That actually, then there's this legacy of, I mean, people know that's the resource I go to. If I need help, I'm going to go find it there. And can I sustain this thing? I mean, we're looking at about, I mean, there's some very terrible blog posts um, that we've slowly been taking down <laughs> because <laughs> because there was a time when a um, you know a hundred word blog blog post well let me put it this way there's some tools now that are redundant or that are useless that don't exist anymore that right. we critiqued or that is that that ever right. so I felt like it, it was it was a fear but not just fear but more of awe because this thing has had such great impact, would I be able to sustain it and, and really imagine it for the next level to continue serving other people and even make it bigger? And it's been, it's been a challenge. And I suppose so, because to a certain extent, I mean, you, when I think about it, what I begin to sense was a bit of, and I think we all encounter this in, to some certain extent, a bit of imposter syndrome. Like, okay, I know what you're saying, yeah. but can I actually live up to yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the standard or in some cases the hype? Um, yeah. And can I live beyond it and not just live mm -hmm. beyond it just for my own sake, but for the yeah. sake of the community? Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah. You know, can I take and, it to the next level? Can I grow yeah. it? Is it? Is it within me to, to do this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So uh, you know, I, I mean, it's 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 had it's there've been some challenges, but I think it almost feels like, despite the challenges, I'm I only feel like I'm really beginning to be we're beginning to be in a place in terms of as far as the pictures that I'd seen that we only now just beginning for me. Mm. And how long ago was that then that the whole question game with Eric happened and then you, you basically, you know, transition into this role. You're going to laugh, but I think it was, the, <laughs> I, I know that month, it was the first of April. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's happened on first April. April yeah. Fools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that we we had to to kind of say in the in the post, um, right? <laughs> We're serious. This is a, this is serious. It's not a. It's a 2019 is basically when I so first of April 2019 is when I officially took over. So you know, domains, uh, the accounts and the costs yeah. and everything that has to do with running it. And yeah. And then, so, so now in terms of, so you had been a contributor, you, mm-hmm. you know, well, one, actually you just been, I guess there in the community first, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you became a contributor mm-hmm. and then you just kind of worked your way in. Not that you realized, I guess that you mm-hmm. were working your way into, to yeah. where you are today. And so Obviously, now you step into the to to the helm here, leading Church mm-hmm. Mag, but yeah. now you get opened up to a whole new world of mm-hmm. all the behind the scenes, all the accounts, yep. all yep. Uh, managing, mm-hmm. hosting, email, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the moving pieces. And, and how is that? I guess how has that changed from where you mm-hmm. were from the previous position to where you are now? So when you're a contributor, and this is, I mean, it's great. It's, in fact, it's the best place to be. <laughs> because all you just do is just create stuff. You create content and, um, you know, you, you feel the post is ready and it gets to, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a video or whatever content and boom. And then you Throw submit. it over the fence. <laughs> yeah, pending review, you know. And then somebody on the other side then comes and takes a look at it and says, right, what's the tone like, you know, the idea is the idea and the concept coming through and now being on this side is quite interesting because there's no, there's a lot more that you think about that you didn't think about when you were a contributor yeah um, so you're in the future example, in the present while at the same time making sure that we live based on the past oh yeah so so you're thinking about a whole lot of things you know does this piece really come across great in terms of quality um and and then the other side of it you're thinking but does it really you know i've had some i, I mean i've taken i've had to do things that i've i never thought i'd i'd do you know in some instances i've had to say to some guys dude i don't understand what you're saying could you just rewrite this whole piece <laughs> or um you know, could you rewrite just that portion or help me understand what you're trying to say? So then you've got this day to day and you've got a lot of moving pieces in the, in, in, in the day to day. And at the same time, you th- you're trying to think strategically. So it's this, I'm working on the site and on the podcast. I mean, sorry, in the site and in the podcast on the day to day. And at the same time, you're also trying to work on it um so you're trying to work in and above and like so when you're working on it you're trying to think okay where's this thing going you're thinking things like sustainability you're trying to find partnerships you're trying to you know get some get some income just to make you because you need to pay the bills right right 
the server the server fees ain't gonna pay themselves no they're um, not no they're not uh, they will flip the switch on you too <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, you know they and they don't they, they they won't care that you've been running for over yeah. 10 years or however long you know so so they they it's, it's different kinds of stresses and yeah um so now what you, about the what about the digital strategy now in mm-hmm. terms of church mag, because I, I bet that plays also a role now why you're saying, yes, it is about the content, but it's also, you know, about a digital strategy of how do you, obviously you're going to keep serving folks mm-hmm. with the content, but then is there this strategy? Because you mentioned that you have a podcast. So like, yeah. where did that come into play? Because I doubt that it it's always existed. But, mm. you know, where about did that come in and into the train of thought of like, oh, yeah, this is an arm or a lane that we also need to yeah. run into? Yeah. So the podcast, um, I mean, the strategy basically for me now is um, at some point um, in a, a church bag, we were publishing probably maybe three, even four blog posts a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, th- like quite a huge pool, quite lots of stuff going on. That was better as a few years ago. So that's like 130, 130 or 140 posts a month, right? Something like it, it got to a point where it was just ridiculous. Um, but some of it was, was very helpful. And there, were, there was a big community and people were contributing, you know? Huh. And so different things happened. Uh, one of the things that I thought about when I took over, I was just like, you know what? I'm okay for people to work on long form pieces that, you know, even if it meant that we published like a couple of times a week, I'm cool with that. And so in terms of going forward and on, on the strategy, I think we want to create more, res- more, sort of more of a resource style, a uh, resource um, basically we want to just package things that people will be useful to people, whether that looks like a course um, that they can access or whether that looks like um, uh, we've got some ideas for other podcasts as well. The, the thing that we wanted that we put forward first is how useful is this going to be to the community? Mm, that's good. Um, you know, we don't want to just write a, a podcast uh, not a podcast well we don't just you know create a podcast for the sake of it or piece of content because because you're just publishing because you just 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 to publish right um you know so 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 they they different things that we're looking at in terms of just how do we package content how do we package resources in a way that that will be helpful to our audience we've had some ebooks back in the day the church we've got this little wing within that we didn't talk about that but that's i mean you wouldn't you wouldn't have known church mag press where we basically just you know getting some ebooks we had some ebooks done and we're just kind of just trying to reimagine what that looks like again is that church mag uh church mag press.com or yeah um or church mag well you wouldn't that, that site we actually what we did was we just i just pulled it back into the oh you pulled it back into the main brand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. got and, it and that on its own is um you know yeah phew, i was just double checking here while we're talking <laughs> But it's still redirecting. <laughs> yeah, it does redirect. <laughs> That's what I was checking too. I was like, well, let me see. Churchmag.press. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> yeah, it still, still, still is. 
we're safe. And I mean, so so that I, I think the challenge is basically recognizing where there's opportunities to serve your community or your audience. Uh, um and and then thinking about you obviously want to think about like what's available, what resources and what skill sets do we have and and what's the community, what are they most like how are they most likely to com- to consume what we produce? Mm. So it's really more of a posture of service more gotcha. than anything. I mean, if you can publish for the sake of it, you know, but our mission is just to to really empower and equip our audience mm-hmm. the best way we can um, because we only become valuable, if I am to speak in those terms, we only become valuable when we give value that's valuable, that our audience yeah. appreciate or perceives as valuable for them. And, and I think that we, the internet <laughs> and the world would be a much better place if, if that's how we all thought and, and not like, how can I, you know, it's community basically says, how can I contribute right. for, for our good versus what can I just get from you or get right. from people? And, you know, I mean, those are just some of the guiding, I don't know, values or principles maybe in terms of what we try to do. No, that makes sense because, uh, you know, as I look at the site, you know, looking across the menu there, it, I can see and I can even hear it in your heart in terms of where it is that you hope, that you long for, that you even envision for Church Mag going, which is, you know, mm-hmm. becoming a, a more well-rounded resource that is coming in for, or looking at things from all different perspectives, if you will, from different angles. But at the same time, like you said, providing that value mm-hmm. uh, and not just from a tech approach, but even from a philosophical approach. Now, you wrote Mm -hmm. an article, which I found interesting um, Mm -hmm. because I did go and read it. Uh, Would your, yeah, would your church survive a pandemic? And so uh, the practical (laughs) stuff. Now, now here's what's interesting about this. Yeah. Um, This was written on February 17th, 2020. Yep. Almost a year ago. Almost a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And what I find interesting was if you're near a computer, just go to church mag. So church M.ag or just type in, would your church survive a pandemic? I'm pretty sure it'll come up in Google. Go read it. It's a great article and it's definitely going to press some areas for you to think about. But what struck me the most was uh-huh. down at the bottom was yeah. the comment. It's so fitting to a certain extent because the person here that commented basically said, regarding your question about backup plans to deal with the pandemic, my church uh-huh. doesn't have any specific plans. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it but it makes me think about how much time and effort we should put into contingency planning for unlikely events or being ready to gather. <laughs> pray. So check this out. What, what was so interesting to me almost a year later is... If we rewind the clock, I mean, literally oh, wow. a year back, uh-huh. there were a lot of people, not just churches, but uh-huh. businesses included, small businesses, large conglomerates, who said there's no way a pandemic uh-huh. could ever happen and could ever shut us down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, here you are. And I, and I think it's so critical and key because... If you're leading a any organization, whether you're a leader, but in, certainly yeah. in this case, uh-huh. in terms of church mag, you're leading this organization 
Mm-hmm. Like what at that given, take us back to that moment that you pinned this, like what was going through your mind that even yeah. gave you a sense to go, you know, mm-hmm. guys, y'all yeah. might need to actually be thinking about this stuff. Obviously it's yeah. written for the church, but when I read uh-huh. it, I read it through the yeah. lens of, yeah, but let's take this at a practical approach yeah, yeah. at yeah. the, at the, at the family unit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then to the business, then to schools, then to churches, then everywhere yeah. else. And I go, man, there were a lot of people that were just, hey, yeah. caught off guard by this. Yeah. So and take us back to that moment a year ago when you pinned it. 2020, right? End of the year, 2018. No, sorry, 2019. Yeah. I'm watching the news, reading things online. I can't say for sure, like, what really made me, what really made me think, you know, but but i just i just read somehow that wait a minute this thing is actually growing Mm. this thing is uh so you know seeing what's happening in china and uh, in china and then i thought hey wait a minute i remember the one year because i've been to a few uh, asian countries and when you're there i mean i remember the first time i went i arrived in an uh, my first Asian country, I was just like, this is weird. Why are they wearing surgical masks on the street? <laughs> wow. Um, and we're talking like a few years. Uh, I mean, because since the SARS H1N1 outbreak, I, not, I don't know if people would still remember that. It sort of became normal. Like if you had a flu or a cold in Asia, it's not anything surprising that you'd wear a mask because you're just being communal and you're thinking about people right right in some in some instance in some cities it's like nah it's some people just do it because of the smog (laughs) (laughs) right 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 so so when i so i'd basically been following the news and then i thought wait a minute uh this thing seems to be spreading and then i thought well if it happened if it came here um if it came to my city if it came to my community what are the possible implications Mm. um because i mean if it's happening in one country what's the like i mean it's 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 a disease that can spread people travel if it happens somewhere then you know i I don't see how i don't see how we can be exempt right so then i thought well what would that actually mean for our audience in the context of our audience and what what would it mean for the church if something Mm. like this happened and that one of the things I like about blogging is that sometimes you don't always need to have a fully formed idea. Sometimes you just need to start a conversation. And so That's I was so open good. to that. And I just did that. And and I tried to think as best as I could. I mean, I didn't write it as well as I wanted to, but I felt that I had enough questions for us to really challenge us to think, you know. So I was like, yeah, listen, would your church survive a pandemic? It was a very, very good article. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Like you may not think so, but sitting from where I'm sitting, I I can see. And also kind of looking back, you know, I mean, 2020 is hindsight. Mm -hmm. Sorry, no, no pun intended there. But (laughs) what you did, it it truly is looking backwards. And now. I'm understanding it. And I'm like, okay, I read your article, but looking back mm-hmm. through the timeline of events that have happened, and even yeah. now as we wait to go, well, when will we get to normalcy? What will mm-hmm. a, a, this this new normal look like? Because we're not going back. Yeah, yeah. And so it's 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 at the same time looking at when you wrote it, but at the same time mm-hmm. looking 
through what you wrote through the lens of 2020, but then also mm-hmm. kind of circling back around and going, man, mm-hmm. if I'm looking forward, whether this is my church, whether this is my mm-hmm. family, whether this is business school, all aspects of my life, I'm looking through the lens of, of your mm-hmm. questions, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was the second most read um, post in yeah. 2020. It's so funny. So I go back to the moment of mm-hmm. you where you had all the ideas where you were with Eric. He was like, well, how would you do? What would you do? Mm-hmm. And what strikes me is, yes, you may have had all these ideas, but honestly looking and I get this sense of this article, like, yes, you're going to do great things for church. Mag. You're going to go on to do some great things. But at the same time, I'm like, man, this was a critical moment. Yeah. In the path. And likely this article, looking Mm -hmm. backwards and you like you, I mean, you just said it, it was the uh, second or almost the top, you know, viewed article on the site. Yeah. And I go, how many people have you helped Mm -hmm. through this article in terms of just questioning and going, okay, what do we do? How do we, how do we survive? How do we keep this thing going? Because the reality is this. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I, we talked about it in the uh, pre-show. There Mm -hmm. are many churches who closed their doors. Yeah. Um, And and it's sad. Right. It is. It is. And they not, you know, Mm. and so they close their doors and likely it's the same case. I go, because Mm -hmm. businesses, because people did not uh, look through the lens of mm-hmm. in which you writ- wrote the article. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's written for church, yeah, but yeah. I I come back yeah. to the questions and say apply it to your personal yeah. life, business life, yeah. all these mm-hmm. that they weren't able to make the pivot. Yep, yep, yep. They weren't yeah. able to make it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a big challenge. I, I think there's if there's anything that I take away. Uh, so largely, 2020, I basically failed to do a lot of the things I hope to do with Church Mag or for mm-hmm. Church Mag or in or through Church Mag. And partly for, I mean, it was the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the some of the big lessons that I took away. The first one is basically always just be aware beyond your immediate have an awareness greater than your immediate environment because sometimes to use this analogy a big boat that's on a lake uh, mm-hmm. and a, and a small jet ski uh, that's a little further down the lake a big boat could make some ripples that just kind of could potentially tip over a jet ski that might not be as close to it, but just because of the ripples. So I think we need to to have an awareness beyond where we are. You know, the rain or lack of rain in Ethiopia could determine the price of your coffee. I don't know, in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, pe- people. Right. Well, because, I mean, think about it. Uh, uh, yeah. a, a hurricane typically comes off the West Coast of Africa. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've always, weird yeah. as this is, I've always yeah. thought I was like, man, you know what? I'd love to be on the coast uh-huh. of Africa at the moment and have God, yeah, and have God go, hey, yeah. you see that little, you see that little wind that just moved yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that's gonna hit the U.S. in about seven days as a Cat yeah. Five hurricane, uh-huh. just yeah. to kind of ride through the process because, yeah. as much as we think that we live um, in our own little echo chamber mm-hmm. or our own little isolated bubble, if you yeah. will, I'm like, man, yeah. we are actually because of the internet, because of the yeah. advancement of technology and all these yep. things, we're actually closer together than what we really think. 
Yep, we definitely are. And so we can't live in a world where we just think it's only what's happening in your country or only what's happening in, in your city that's, that, that impacts you. There's a, there a whole lot of other things. I mean, the world is a very big, small place. <laughs> and and so, so that's the first thing is always just have this awareness in terms of whatever you're doing or working on or building, uh, whether it's a product you're building or even just your website or your podcast. Think about there are things that are happening that might not that you might not think will affect you. And I'm not saying to that people then need to live in this fear of like, oh, there's something that could happen. But it's just saying, huh, okay, that's interesting. Um, you know, I, I, I try and read news and different news sources from different parts of the world. And then the second thing was, the second thing was that we, we have to be agile in the, in the way that we do things. Um, and this actually came from a conversation that we had on the that I had uh with someone on my pod uh, on the church mag podcast um Bobby uh Bobby Gruenwald yeah. he, he I mean he leads the team that builds the most used um bible app in the world and um so He's with so uh, he, what life church life dot church i think right yeah life dot church yeah yeah um and and he says that we often too worry too much about like where's the park going? What's the next thing? Right. And and Bobby says he doesn't look at things like that. But I mean, he, they've built amazing digital tools and solutions. His philosophy is, what can we do to make sure that we always we're always agile, we're always nimble, and that we can respond quickly to opportunities as they arise. Mm. And so. So if there's anything that I learned is, you know, I mean, lessons from 2020, <laughs> you know, the second one, it really is that, you know, you have to be agile. You, you have to really think, you know, how, how can I make it, you know, like, how do I position myself in that I'm able to respond to something quickly or new opportunities or new challenges like with COVID? Um, lots of people for years have been saying you need to have a an online presence. You know, you need to have your store, not just brick and mortar. You need to, you know, set up your online shop. And right. they're like, no, man, you don't want to interact with people. And then what happens? 2020, social distance. You, you got to sh- close your shop doors. And sadly, a lot of people, they're not going to open them again. Right. Um, so have an awareness a, a, just a little beyond where you are and be agile and build whatever you're building. Do your best to be as agile and nimble as possible. Now, that's that's good stuff. And I think that that's, you know, even for our listeners, for domain investors, domain uh, developers, domain brokers, uh, mm-hmm. and the like, I think that that's the same lesson or not even the same kind of lesson. That That's one of the tenets of life that you really mm-hmm. just have to personalize, whether it's you at a personal level or a team of people mm-hmm. of just yeah. being being that free, being that flexible to be agile. And, you know, I, I have to do the same thing in terms of managing this podcast, managing mm-hmm. my blog content, managing the domain names managing mm-hmm. my my personal life my marriage mm-hmm. uh, you know being a yeah. being a husband being a father being a leader being a mm-hmm. friend all of these things and it's very much you know to that to that end of what you yeah. just said now speaking of intentionality um yeah. i know that 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 
probably some of our listeners, um, most likely the domain investors, in terms yeah. of the intentionality behind domain names. So, yeah. you know, we'll, so will Church Mag ever church uh, ever church ever purchase churchmag.com or is that have that thought ever crossed your mind or not oh, yeah. really? Well, it has it has crossed my mind. The problem is is it's just <laughs> the restrictions of the cost. I wonder uh, how much it is now at the moment. Um, <laughs> as, um, as I hear all of my listeners now on the on the keyboard, like, oh my gosh, let me go over there and see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I have thought about that and have looked at that, and then I've just thought. Mm, I don't I don't think I've got the resources at the moment right. to you know somebody else has it and it's not being used. So so the next best thing that I do is we've got church mag which as weird as it is when we started out I mean churchm.ag yeah as weird as it was when we started out somehow we obviously under the leadership of Eric got something right to right. get the 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 kind of reach that we got. Yeah, I'm well, getting, you you have a, yeah. I mean, to a certain extent, while, you know, it, and many folks will say .com is king, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It, it is, mm-hmm. and it it's also had a 30, almost 40-year head start, too, mm-hmm. over yep. some of these yeah. other extensions. But yeah. when I look at Church Mag, when yeah. I, uh, so churchm.ag, mm-hmm. then I, I look and I go, man, you actually have a unique brand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a unique it, identity. We, we do. And I, I, I can't get credit for that. <laughs> I can't get credit for that, you know. So so it's uh, we're reaping the benefits of Eric's foresight. Right. Um, now, and, do you all have other mm-hmm. other domains in terms of the portfolio? Because I think you mentioned earlier in the interview that, you know, mm-hmm. of sitting where you sit now, it's like you got to be mm-hmm. responsible for all the accounts, the hosting, yeah, yeah. the web, mm-hmm. the email, the domains. Yeah, there they, they are the domains that, that are linked to, to us and some of the projects we've done in the past that we've sort of shut down, I guess. And but you use them and, as redirects, right? I think in most yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah. At the moment we're using them as read as redirects. Um and for for a number of reasons. Uh, first of all, we've spent a lot of time building them up at that time. I mean, there was, you know, there were some projects that sort of had some life. They didn't get the kind of life that we were looking for or it was capacity issues and we just had to be real about what we could and couldn't do at that time but that's not to say but we still have purpose for them and not just as redirects in the sense that so there are some ideas that we have where we will either reboot that or we would re- redirect some of those to very specific projects and pages on our main site and so we're not you know, we're not rushing to get rid of anything at this point because it's valuable real estate for us in mm-hmm. the sense, I mean, obviously from the reputation side, but if you get a prime piece of land, then you want to make sure that you're wise about what you do with it. Right. Um, and and for us, the domains that we have, we feel add value to our community. You know, they were involved in delivering value to our community in a certain way. Now, how many do you all on? I mean, is it like 10, 20, or are you talking about thousands that you? Um, are you talking about ch- just church mag? Yeah, itself? just the church mag itself. Oh, man. Let me see. We've got a few. Because, <laughs> well, because then at a maybe. personal level, you, you, ha- you do have your maybe. own domain. You, ha- you have an interesting one there because yeah. you're using yeah. uh, 
what is it uh blessing.im which yeah. is almost like i'm blessing i'm i'm a blessing so <laughs> yeah exactly i mean so we do have a number of domains um uh i don't know how many um maybe <laughs> maybe 10 i guess on the church sure. max side yeah and so then, it's not and not then, a huge portfolio but yeah yeah you definitely have your brand yeah yeah I mean, for for you, I mean, by your standards, that's not a huge portfolio, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> but 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 you are right in relation to 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 us as a brand. Certain domains really matter to us, yeah. and 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 we obviously would want to guard and protect that because we want to leverage it for value for our audience. And then on a personal level, I don't know how many I got. <laughs> He's like on a personal <laughs> level, man. I, I've yeah. up so many of these things. I have so many different ideas. Well, well, you know what I do when I have an idea. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh! I feel a keyboard involved in a credit card. Is yeah, exactly. I mean, the first thing I do when I have an idea is I actually check domain availability. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i'm the only one you know no no um, I, I i hear other people laughing right about now like oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's us yeah so yeah you know so these are my confessions um, <laughs> your domain confession my domain confessions and you know, somebody runs out right now it's domainconfessions.com available uh, me, oh yeah you know i mean I, I i did stupid things i mean there was a time for example <laughs> uh i was watching uh what was it daily show uh trevor noah makes a joke and he says uh he was, he was hosting an artist and um he says oh no maybe we should call you hip-hop pepperoni so I, was, so, I was, so I was like, what? I went online, hiphoppepperoni. <laughs> hiphoppepperoni.com. And I'm like, oh, oh. And and then for some weird reason, my serv- you know, my domain, the <laughs> service I was buying domain on decided to give me a discount. So I bought it for three bucks. Oh, man. <laughs> and then uh, year comes around, do you want to renew? I'm like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was I thinking? I I had that TV on. Uh, let me turn this thing off before I go broke registering yeah. stuff. Yeah. So 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 I mean, because the internet for me is it, it's 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 not like this thing I have. It's just a normal part of life. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a, there. It's an it's an extension of yeah. So you get and, and so we you, somewhat know what life was without it. Oh and yeah. So and that, and I go, man, that is. Like we sit in, I, I don't know that we realize the seat Dude. that we sit in, in yeah. terms of knowing, and it's not just, hey, I was born in 1988. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it's like, no, if you were born anywhere from 70 to 80, yeah, it, like you certainly remember. Yeah. Like yeah. Before the internet and oh, then yeah. when the internet happened and mm-hmm. now where mm-hmm. we're at today in it. Yeah. And that's a, uh, that's just a, an interesting yeah for lack of a better word uh interesting seat to sit in yeah to have that vantage point so yeah from rewinding uh vhs ta- uh, tapes to the uh, to take back to the rental you know and yeah uh, yeah i tell them i'm like an eight track yeah. cassette yeah uh, uh what was it uh the cd dvd yeah and then um right into napster yeah and now we're talking about streaming onto 4K screens and 8K, you know. 16K. It's like yeah, it's like yeah, you know. Anyway, so then wrapping up. Um, mm-hmm. So what would be 
your uh, advice to someone that, you know, has heard this story, they think about mm-hmm. Church Mag, and mm-hmm. they want to start their, their journey into publishing? Like, where should they start? Um, get a domain. <laughs> Is that the correct answer? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> exactly get a domain <laughs> but then what's the next step after get a domain do not get caught in the loop of get a domain get a get domain it. get a domain get a yeah. domain how do i get off to spain yeah i think the big thing for me has been how do i say it? so i follow uh i've forgotten who they are what their name is on on twitter and one of the things that they say they there are many bad writers who've written and published books more than you <laughs> that is true um, I laugh, but that's true. You know, so 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 I think that um, the time that we live in, I, I, I'm actually surprised I'm even saying that. It doesn't make sense not to get started. You 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 never know. You'll be surprised what resonates with people, with other people. And chances are, if you have a thought about something, or you're trying to solve a problem, or anything, uh, or it's just sharing your own reflections or you're trying to do that for your own business, I think you should just go ahead and get started and do it. Commit, don't knock something off uh, before you try, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, somebody knitted mittens for Bernie's, uh, Bernie Sanders and then now, I, you know, we know about them in the other end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you gotta burn. Some, you, yeah, you know, you gotta put something out there. And and the other thing that we we tend to miss, uh, we tend to think is that, uh, but you know, I don't think this is valuable uh, for me. But uh, the thing, but you're not the one who actually determines the worth of something. It's no, the person good. who's person on the receiving end. So you put out what whatever you're putting out there and the person who finds value in that is a person who will be helped so i i hope that we can in the truest sense we can practice ubuntu it's what we call it in south africa um you know nelson mandela spoke about it in that you know i am because because we are right. there's something about about my contribution to the world and to people so I'd say just get started, man. It's or like woman. get started. Let nothing <laughs> hold you back. Yeah, get started. Put it out there, and you'd rather it's you'd rather course correct in motion, right? Than, than um, you know, a, a good plan is better than a a, a a a good executed plan is better than a perfect one, yeah. that's never executed. Try something, you know. And the thing is, if you're gonna get good at anything. You're going to have to make peace with probably putting out a few things that suck at first, but you only get better by doing and you only change other people's lives or add value to other people's lives or even your own business or organization or own life by, you know, putting something out there for other people. And that's really the nature of whether it's business or whatever it is. Value value comes back when you've put something out. Totally. You know, anyway. Totally. Yeah. And if value doesn't come back, feedback to us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you yeah. and you and you get to take it and yeah. you get to assess it and you get yeah. to decide what am I going to do with this? Am I going yeah. to grow bitter or am I going to get mm-hmm. better? Now, last but not least, is there anything mm-hmm. else like that you want to share with listeners in terms of if somebody listens to this and they go, man, I'm inspired by blessing. I'm inspired mm-hmm. just to hear a story, but I have questions about this or that. Like, how should mm-hmm. they contact you? 
Yeah, I mean, hit me up on Twitter, Blessing Bofu. So it's B-L-E-S-S-I-N-G M-P-O-F-U. So that's my handle. Wait, um, me? Hey, I'm spelling my name. Oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry, I got lost in translation. I got lost. I was like, wait, hold on, man. I'm like, hey, this is a kid show. Wait, family, family show. Family, yeah, Kid friendly. Yeah. This guy yeah. just shooting off at me. Like, wait, no, you were spelling your last name. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, so, so that's my blessing, blessing, Bofu. So that's my Twitter handle. And probably the best would be to go to my blog and you can just hit um, contact or connect or something like that. And there's a, you can drop me some lines there. So blessing.im. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And I think, I mean, as you've said with Church Mag also, it's just the same churchm.ag. Yeah. So with that, we're out of time. So blessing. Thank you again for joining us today and sharing your cool. entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yep. And thank you listeners for tuning in to Kickstart Commerce, where we share search marketing and domain name strategies to help grow your business. Please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or Podbean. Last but not least, please visit kickstartcommerce.com to subscribe to the newsletter sharing tips and tricks about the disciplines of digital strategy. Thanks. And that's all for now.